Hello and welcome. My name is Angela Montano and I thank you so much for being here with me for prayer on the air. And when I, years and years ago, had this vision of having a gathering such as this, I was thinking of the Dr. Laura show. Uh, I don't know if any of you know what that is, but it's a person who people call for advice and she gives advice. And I always found her advice to be a bit, uh, well, very boundaried. I thought that was good, but maybe a little on the brutal side for me. And I thought, wow, what would it be like to open to the possibility of the power of prayer having its way with us within a format where we come together fully, you know, with our humanity and yet with the extraordinary power we have to uh, send love, send a non-judgmental space to one another. I might be pretty cramped in my own consciousness, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place, you know, two conflicting thoughts that don't land me in a very uh, hospitable environment. And yet you might be able to hold a space of such um, expansion for me that the stressful thoughts I would believe might have an opportunity to loosen their grip. And out of that, we might allow ourselves to align more with uh, the truly healing energies that we all have the capability of radiating, that of compassion. You know, who am I? Ask compassion. Who are you? Ask compassion, be it self-compassion or compassion for another Who am I? Ask forgiveness, self-forgiveness, forgiveness for another. And I can let these spiritual qualities of being change me and I lighten up. The email notice I sent out for all of us uh, yesterday, and I just wrote a couple sentences. Just, you know, the first one is I truly wonder how prayer might allow us to increase and you know, expand our our own joy and perhaps in our joy might we share our joy with others. And, you know, when we're not stressed out, we're probably more fun, funnier, and uh, we find more solutions that way. So I am knowing as we meet together today that we're here to let prayer have its way with us, that we might lighten up. You know, some definitions of enlightenment is lighten up. That's one. Another is simply to relax with the imperfections of life. That includes the imperfections of ourselves. And so I'm claiming I am, you are, we are, even now, letting ourselves be held. Prayer is first and foremost an awareness that you are held. I am held, even when I don't know it, even when you don't know it, by an invisible love that is greater than our own thinking. And if that word love doesn't work for you, you can use whatever work does, an invisible possibility, presence. So may we grow in an awareness that we are held and that we might let go from that sense of safety that comes from, ah, I'm held. It's almost like a feeling of like, Somebody's got your back. I got your back. You've got my back. I'm going to hold space for you when you would tighten and contract. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome for all of you coming along now. Uh, Again, my name is Angela Montano. We are here for prayer on the air. The way the call works is this. If you're tuning in via the telephone line, press star two, star two. To raise your hand, I see a little hand go up. If you're coming to this um, moment via the internet, you just write your request in the little square. I welcome your comments, your requests, and we let prayer uh, move us into deeper experiences of peace, love, joy, and the like. So we begin with an opening prayer. And then I will begin taking caller. So just relax and allow me to uh, allow me to to pray. I accept that something greater 
is that hand that's greater than anything I can, you can think, that's more friendly, more loving, more joyful. And I'm knowing this presence, this power, this possibility is everywhere, everywhere, all of the time. In the midst of the deepest sorrow and loss, in the midst of the greatest victory and triumph, this this presence, this possibility, this love, as I think of it often, is. And when we place our attention upon this imperceptible light, this possibility, the it's been referred to as the breath within the breath, something happens. Something shifts. And it's this shift that I'm mesmerized by, this shift of that allows us to go into deeper and deeper experiences of relief. I'm willing to be relieved of fear, relieved of doubt, relieved of regret, guilt. And I'm willing to embrace innocence, guiltlessness, joy, acceptance, love. And it's this shift that brings us together and we're willing to operate here with our prayer on the air call within this shift. I accept that it's already occurring for you, for me, for us, for those who listen to this as a replay. I accept that this experience is blessed, that it's just right for you, just right for me. That which is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced, to actually be welcomed, is welcomed. This is what I declare through, you know, I hope and pray through the deepest, I'm not claiming it, but but, but through the deepest humility, you know, that's what I want to lean into. Because in our humility, we actually open so Leaning into humility, I let it be, accepting it is done, so be it. Amen, 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 amen. So I just love to hear all your voices, and perhaps you like to hear one another's. For all of you tuning in via the Internet, which is the majority of us, um, Speak up anyway. We won't hear your voice audibly, but you'll be bringing your voice to us in some mystical way, I think. So I'm just going to unmute us for three seconds just to say good morning, hello, blessings, you know, whatever salutation you prefer. So one, two, three, we're all unmuted. Good morning. Good morning. Blessings, everyone. Kind of feel like Ellen on her talk show, you know, when she, I don't know if any of you have seen that, but there's a point where she like dances and then like the music stops when she sits in her seat. I feel like everyone stops when I press that button. I would fade it out if I had that on my, on my uh, control panel here, but hey, it is what it is. And I think it's, it's good. So I'm going to go to our first caller. It looks like, hmm, I would just say the first name, Niven. Hello, darling. Hi, am I already unmuted? You're already unmuted. Here we are. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm a jumble as I raise the hand. I have, um, I guess, mm, you've helped me with prayer for my niece before, and she is in another continuing crisis and sort of trying to split all the adults. So make me good and move to California and make her mom bad. And, you know, she's got to get out of Connecticut. So that's one thing. Then my husband has a big job presentation tomorrow that both of us feel optimistic about it because the stuff he's put into it, his, his contribution, his creativity, his ability to, uh, it, and I'm really afraid of my feelings of hope. And I'm afraid of the amount that I want a positive result and getting this job to turn into a job offer. I'm really afraid of like the hugeness of like the anger and the disappointment that I think is sort of like, I'm a, it just feels like two sides of it is like, I want it so much and I am not even daring to really hope that it could happen. 
uh, to be that this would turn into an opera, and it's like all of this technical and creative and all this stuff that he could bring together and be I just feel like I've been coping with disappointment, and then I've decided, look, I'm going to stay married to him. We're just going to be married, and it's like I've accepted that there's not going to be uh, a steady job and benefits and all that stuff, and then I sort of want this to be my reward, like, okay, I gave up hoping. Now I'm going to get it, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's where I'm at, and um, um. and I just to throw everything in the mix, I'm just walking my dog, and I'm, like, dying to get a cat. And the rescue people tell me I can't get a cat. It would put it in grave danger. My dog is a certain breed. And I just watched a video yesterday where a lady adopted, like, a supposedly feral cat with, that was missing its two front limbs. And, you know, it turns into this love bug and... I just feel like there is a cat out there for me. And and I feel like I'm being really dark with my humor when I say, well, would you, like, would you rescue people, let me adopt a more, uh, a terminally ill cat? Like, like, isn't there a cat out there for me? <laughs> you know, it's like, yes. because if it dies at my dog's mouth, it's, uh, I don't know. Just, yes. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Thank I totally you. totally do. Yes. Okay, so... Are you comfortable saying the first name of your niece, or should we just pray for your niece? We don't have to know. Um, it's, sure, it's no, let, her name is Scarlett. Okay. Because a lot of our prayer on the air people, they actually make a list of the names and do the work through mm-hmm. the week, and it can be mm-hmm. very powerful. And how about your mm-hmm. husband, name or no name? It doesn't. It's whatever you prefer. Um, yeah, Eric. Okay. I think that's powerful. Okay, okay, okay. And my dog's name is Zero. We need to okay. put him in the mix. Yes, and question mark cat's name. Okay, so I'm just going to share a few thoughts and insights, if that feels good to you, and then we'll move into yeah. prayer. How's that? Beautiful. So, you know, as we speak about your niece and, you know, what is to occur for her, this is, you know, it's interesting in the opening prayer, I just want it to, how deep can I go into humility? And you know, I think of humility as being like a real deep, profound respect for the fact or the awareness that there's a body of knowledge beyond my own. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's so much beyond my own framework. And mm-hmm. I feel like as we pray for Scarlet, we want to be that kind of like conviction in our bones, humble. And we want to affirm she is whole, that she is consciousness. Scarlet is consciousness. And she's on a journey. And we just want to bow to the consciousness of her beingness. And we want to say yes to whatever allows the alignment in her own spirit. And we want to see if we can release the idea of what should happen or shouldn't happen, what I'm willing to do, not willing to do, you know, good Mm -hmm. guy, bad guy, all that is dynamic. But we want to see if we can, through prayer, it's literally like going, like those are all the waves on the surface. We want to see if we can take the deep dive. So we've all been pummeled by waves if we've been in the ocean, right? And you know that mm-hmm. wonderful feeling when you, you swim under the wave and you think all that force that went over me and you went under? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's what we, we want. We want to go deep for a kind of, you know, calling forth what I sometimes think, the right thing for the right reason on the deepest level. This is very mm-hmm. tricky because I'm not suggesting the situation not be dealt with. It's very tricky, you know, for people not to do like a spiritual bypass. Well, you know, I just hope the right thing happens. It's like we want to have a conviction for this, like the right thing happening. You know, when I say the right thing, I don't mean the right thing as opposed to the wrong thing, but I mean the most right thing for her relief, for her Mm -hmm. peace, for her joy. So that's the space I'm wanting to hold there. Now, it's really interesting when you speak about um, the job. You know, it's like it's very interesting um, because it's it's not – I just muted you because I was hearing some sound, but I'm on the line with you. I'm going to unmute you. Um, what's interesting about this is 
is in hope is very interesting. You know, some people think hope is positivity and, you know, we've all heard the statement, keep hope alive. You know, if we don't have hope, what don't we, you know, we, what we don't have anything. Some people in a more metaphysical world think of hope as a condensation of lack. Don't hope. No, have faith. Declare it. It's done kind of thing. So when you talk about, now I'm unmuting you again. When you talk about hope, I think what we want to do here is call forth a release of attachment. <laughs> You know, like like being attached. This is it. This is it. Our ship has come in. You know, attachment. Mm-hmm. To it. We want to take mm-hmm. a stand here in inevitable good. Inevitable good is yours. Inevitable good is Eric's. Inevitable good is the order of the day. We want to have this kind of faith. It is this or something better. It is this or something better. We want to take the energy off of do you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is the mm-hmm. answer. And mm-hmm. so so what I think is you're being called to faith. There's a reason in your heart, in your soul, in the wisdom of your being, that you are on a path with this man. And the reward is ultimately all the transformation that has occurred for you on this path of love. Mm-hmm. You've, you're already rewarded. Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing faith, inevitable good. And then, you know, when you talk about your cat, you know, I just, you know, it's like, I, again, that feels like faith to me. In God, there is a way. God makes a way out of no way. You know, clearly, mm-hmm. you don't want to get a cat to be traumatically murdered by your dog. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. a no, right? But yeah, right. I think there's got to be a cat for me. Why not? Why not? What yeah. is possible? We don't want to manipulate it or maneuver it, but we do want to put that in prayer. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And then again, you've yeah. got to let go of the attachment. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like live with the longing. Live with the longing. Mm. Love the longing without having to mm. fix it, satisfy it. And mm-hmm. see what happens in that opening. So, yeah. thoughts, feelings, feedback about those perspectives. Um, sorry for the street noise. Well, it's on that good. latter one, I just feel that um, the, the longing it, it is just so painful to be with because I have this emptiness of children, and I want a cat to get into the nest and cuddle with me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's like longing, my good friend longing. You know, what do you have to teach me today? You know, there's something about touching that emptiness mm-hmm. that may be sacred right now. And it's not like touch the emptiness or get a cat. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Somehow, yeah. like we're wanting to broaden the, like it's, you know, what am I trying to say? Like, and maybe it's trust, you know, trust the flow mm-hmm. and the emptiness and the longing and mm-hmm. the pain of the longing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let Thank us you. let us pray. And we get this wonderful opportunity. And I just love how you offered us a jumble of things. That's how I like to pray the most, just like this and this and this. And, <laughs> and it's just such a privilege for all of us to get to hold this space for you. And it's such a humbling choice to be held. You know, let, let us mm-hmm. hold you, right? We don't have the emotional investment in your life. You do, right? You don't have the emotional mm-hmm. investment in my life. I do. And that actually mm-hmm. makes us more powerful in prayer for one another because we're mm-hmm. less likely to get tangled, you know, on mm-hmm. behalf of another person as like we often mm-hmm. do for ourselves. Ah, so we come together now to just place our attention on love, love, love. We may use the term a movement, a movement of God, the flow. Some people use words source energy, supply, God, the Atman presence, the Buddhic mind, Christ consciousness, some true truth love that is better than we can imagine. 
that we're actually living and moving and having our being in right now, right now, right now. I'm knowing Niven is inside love beauty. She walks, she talks, she walks her dog within the context of a universe, loving her, knowing her. It's written in the Bible, every hair on Niven's head is not only counted but numbered. She is the beloved. She is precious. She is an emanation of consciousness consciousness itself. So placing our attention upon Niven, we place our attention upon the, the movement of God that is both the circumference and the center of all things Niven. All things Niven. That means all things work together for good. For Miven, for Miven's good, for Miven's joy, for Miven's delight, for Miven's fun. I claim for Miven receptivity. No more self-punishment. No more, you know, walk. I'm thinking of the poem by Mary Oliver. You don't have to walk in the desert for a thousand miles repenting. Like, what if today's a good day to be a good day? What if today is a day to rejoice in just because Life has made this day. So I open to the wonder of this day for Miven, knowing she is so deeply, completely, totally, and utterly loved up. It is from here that I am knowing that where Scarlet is, consciousness is. Where Scarlet is, wisdom is. Where Scarlet is, wholeness is, health is, vitality is. Where Scarlet is, all that God is, all that good is. I call forth a humble receptivity to God's idea of itself as scarlet, and I'm knowing that deep inner being knows her next step. I accept the Red Sea's part, the mountain's move for scarlet to be one with that which is her own true nature, and that is love. This is what I see. This is what I affirm. This is what I celebrate. This is what I call for our agreement. Let us be in agreement, in prayer, on behalf of Scarlet, that she is in the divinely appointed place for her healing, for her emancipation. As I accept this, is already done, already done in God, beyond time and space. I am knowing that Eric is blessed and very blessed, that his presentation is good and very good, that it speaks of the triumphant tone of God, the victorious tone of God resounds from his soul, that there's only one life at this presentation, and it is the life of God. Deep calls unto deep. God meets with God, and the harmony and the peace and the love and the joy and the creativity of God celebrate itself as one life. There aren't two powers, one to accept and one to reject, one to get the job, one to lose the job, one to impress, one to not impress. Ha, ha, ha. That is how the mere mortal will see it. But no, we call forth the immortal mystical truth of one life, dancing as two or three or four. But it's one life, one life having its way in the joy, the creativity, the flow that it is. This is what we lay down in prayer today. This is what we celebrate in prayer today. And this is what I am already grateful for. As I speak this word for Eric, I am knowing where Miven is, divine, right, experience in relationship to this longing for a cat. Is there a cat for her? Can she bring a cat into her home with the dog? I am knowing the divine solution is at hand. I release this longing to the universe and I claim safety for all, love for all, peace for all, joy for all. And I'm knowing the the plan, the divine plan. There is a plan for Miven in relationship to having a cat, this cuddly cat to be with. I claim for Miven faith and trust in divine order, divine orchestration, and divine timing. This word is complete. I let it be in deep gratitude. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, darling. Ah. 
we're going to go to the phones again. Amen. Hello, Mary. Sandra. Angela, is it you? It is me. I saw Oh, I'm so happy to hear your voice. Hello. Hello. Hello, my beloved, beloved. I, I don't. What can we pray? <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I know. I'm so. I'm grateful to hear your voice too. Mary Catherine was. Uh, I'm just gonna tell moment. everyone was like one of my first students ever in the <laughs> online classes I did. It, yes. it was through her support that I got through the class, and I just so appreciate your being oh, here. So. I don't know if that's true, oh, Angela. I recovered from COVID. Hallelujah. <laughs> I I was sitting in my kitchen. And I saw the email, one o'clock, I got to get on. I have missed you and rethink prayer so much. I'm with you. I'm always with you. I'm so glad. I did not know when last we spoke that I had COVID. I I didn't know you had COVID. I know. Wasn't I a mess? So (laughs) you're feeling well now. I am feeling well. I am vaccinated. Mm. And... I am well. I am just so well. And I am so thrilled to be back. I'm so And I really, i got to tell you, tuning in in the middle of this prayer for Niven, am I saying the name right? Yes, yes, Niven, yes. Oh, my gosh. What a joy. What a joy mm. to, to come in while you were praying and working with Niven. Just so such a joy. And... Oh, I just want to say hello. And, you know, I thought of this poem, Emily Dickinson, Hope is the Thing with Feathers. Mm, That's beautiful. (laughs) I never understood it until I had COVID. (laughs) I'm not sure I understand it now. But I'm just so blessed and so grateful Mm. to be here with you today. And I'm 57. I lived through COVID. I had it twice. Mm. I was in the hospital, and I'm sure many, many people have had it. But I am so thrilled to be back, and I feel stronger than ever. Beautiful. And so let go ahead. Not stronger than ever, but <laughs> mentally I am. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you for everyone who has held all of us in prayer on the high watch for everybody during this pandemic. And I am on the high watch with Niven and everyone on this call. I have never left. I have never left. And I love you so much, Angela. I love you too. And, and I know, never left. I just, I love you. I just mm-hmm. am speechless to be here. So I'll stop. Yeah, well, I'm so grateful you are well. And, you know, I love what you said, like, I'm stronger than ever. And then you say, well, maybe not physically, but mentally. And for (laughs) me, you know, that's something for all of us. Mental, I don't know what we call it, strength, mental health. I mean, it feels to me like when I have that, I kind of have everything. And, and, you know, it's hard to have that if you don't have the physical strength. I know the two are connected, obviously. Oh, yeah. fatigue. It's a drag. Yeah. So I just, I love your, your call of thanks and celebration. And uh, it just feels like a beautiful. Marina, thank you. I just can't even name all the names. I could, if I, I just don't have it, but thank you. Thank you. So let us, let us uh, move into prayer and what a joy it is, you know, to, to be in prayer. My, my husband and I, we do this visioning thing every morning I mean, we miss very few days. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm bragging or impressed with myself. But, you know, just little snippets come up for us to help us, to help us. And, and we kind of ask the question, like, what are we to know, you know, moving forward in this month? Because obviously it's March 1 today. And my husband got like spring, like a coil, spring. And then he got like March, March. Beautiful. And just those ideas, like, could we be in a kind of exuberance of a spring mm-hmm. and, and march I forward in, I in in joy like a parade you know mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a celebration so as we move into prayer let's just 
drop deep into our gratitude. So grateful that Mary Catherine is well, that Mary Catherine is recovered from COVID. And just we want to take a moment with Mary Catherine to honor her recovery and all that was required from so many people to bring forth this recovery. And as we focus on Mary Catherine, as she said, and for all those who have recovered. And, you know, we, we often forget when we are seeing the the new cases and the deaths to count oh, how many are now oh, recovered, how many yeah. now are recovered. Recovery oh. is a good thing. Recovery yeah. is wonderful. What have we all recovered from? You know, we've probably recovered from so much. What would happen if we lived more in the light and in the truth of our recovery? Oh. Oh. Amen. So let us open to this as we spring and march on. I bless us all. I bless Mary Catherine. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Beautiful. Amen. Ah, so, so wonderful. I will pop over to the... uh, to the written request. So let me just say this. If you're new, you'll notice I do spend a fair amount of time with each person and I'm hoping or intending, I should say, that as you listen, you're catching, you're catching, catching like the 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 the, the spiritual principles, the infusion of prayer meant for you. I might not be talking to you, but there's something in every prayer for all of us. For Mary Catherine, like I'm transformed by talking with her, like, I've recovered from a lot. You know, I tend to look at what's wrong, you know, but what about what's not wrong? What about living in the light of all that I've recovered from? That would be a much better day for me. And probably, I'm assuming, I'm I'm, I'm projecting perhaps for you too, you know, and then Mithin's prayer, you know, it's like, let yourself, even as you pray for Mary Catherine and You receive for yourself and for your loved ones the relevance of these prayers. It's like a a stone that we let's pop into a beautiful pond and there's these ripple effects. We're all praying, but we're also the ripples being affected by the prayer. You know, when I first started to uh, volunteer at a prayer ministry where people just call in and I, I would do this, but just, you know, individually with each person. I might go in, you know, uh, you know, I might be PMSing, I might be having all these stressful thoughts and, you know, I sit down to do my duty for four hours in the ministry. I would walk out and it's like, why do I feel like I've had a blood transfusion? Like I feel new, I feel made new. And I'm sure I got out of myself, but letting the prayer course through me, I got shifted, you know? So just be aware that you're not just simply waiting your turn, you're being healed in the energy of prayer itself. Ah, Natasha. Yay, Mary Catherine. It was so good to hear your voice and know that you are well. I I always imagine her on these calls adding her beautiful energy. And Natasha and Mary Catherine were in one of those first classes together. Thank you for speaking up today. And thank you for your wonderful prayer hour, Angela. And thank you, Natasha. Another person, thank you. I've drawn much strength from you in my work. And I thank you deeply. And we just simply bless Natasha. Bless bless all that is important to her. You know, I like this idea, God, life, love, perfects all that concerns us. I'm knowing anything and everything concerning Natasha is loved up and included in our prayer circle today. And so it is. Amen. 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 And I think this is South Africa. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. You know, I'm uh, anybody who has slightly a different name, if you can kind of spell it out for me in a, uh, you know, a way that, helps me understand it would be good. Um, 
I'm pretty sure it's Zara. Zara. Ah, good morning, Angela. Thank you for this opportunity to pray. I've been at my current job for 15 years. This is, this job is no longer a good fit. I would like a prayer to call in the right and perfect position for me with the right and perfect hours and right and perfect income to support myself and my boys. May I be guided to this position with ease and grace. That's a beautiful request. So what's truly wonderful, Zara, is your, your, you know, it can feel like growing pains when you know you've outgrown a position, like you're already ready for that new position. You're already radiating uh, what it is you intend. And I can hear it. Hours, income, and perfect position says to me, like what really uses your gifts and talents and allows you to have balance with your uh, self and your boys. And, you know, to be guided to this position with ease and grace, I'm feeling like let it come to you. Now, this is tricky. I'm not saying don't fill out an application or do anything, but the energy that I'm getting is it's already coming your way. It's already coming your way. It's already coming your way that your discomfort in your current position may be necessary so that when this position comes, you notice it, you see it. So I, I feel this sense it's already on your on its way, and really we're just making you available for it. And I'm sensing that the energy we're to hold you in, Zara, is faith. You know, one of the things we say in metaphysical prayer circles is it is already done. Which, you know, sounds ridiculous if you go, well, it's not already done. I'm at work right now, by the way, Angela, and it's not done. You know, so it, it sounds so weird to say that, but it's, it's like beyond time and space, beyond the time-space continuum, what I've asked for already is happening. So I know it sounds kind of like sci-fi, but that's where we want to operate. Like, yes. It's unfolding in time and space, but it is already done. This is this is faith. And the ease and grace you call forth is you're calling yourself to be centered, grounded in faith, allowing it to occur. So so as you look for it, you are looking for it from it maybe this is it or this is it. Could this be it? How does this feel? How does that feel? Follow the golden breadcrumbs, like the the inner impulses. When I say impulses, I don't mean like, oh, impulsiveness. I mean like an inner guidance. Like follow it, listen deeply, you know, get good rest, exercise, keep your life simple so you can hear the inner voice, right? The more chaos we have on the outside, sometimes we can't even hear the depth of our inner guidance. You know, so it's kind of like let go of all fear and move into faith. You know, fear is like, oh, my God, I'm at this job 15 years. What if I'm here for another 15 and I'm unsatisfied? You know, oh, hello, fear thought. Hello. Welcome. I'm just going to let you go. You don't have to think of those thoughts as like logs, you know, floating down a river. You don't have to grab on. You don't have to ride that log down the river. Just, oh, hello, welcome. I'm going to let you pass. We stay in, move back to faith. I'm allowing, I'm allowing, I'm allowing that which is mine to come to me. Let us pray for beautiful Zara. I'm so joyful right now to know that Zara lives in a field of infinite possibility. That where she is, there is infinite possibility. There's such a movement of possibility. So much good, 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 good is happening every day. I call forth for Zara a consciousness in which I lift my, I lift, I lift, what is it? I lift my eyes to the hills from whence help comes. I lift my point of view, my perspective to the hills, to the higher ground of my own consciousness, to the lightness, to the possibility of all things working together for good. 
And in this infinite field of well-being, I'm knowing for Zara the next right step. She's had so many right steps she's taken, so many good and greater good and good and greater good have, have unfolded. This is just the next one. It's just the next step. This position is just the next step. So I'm joyful. I'm grateful. I call forth a release of all attachment, just like we did with Niven earlier. Attachment, we want to release attachment as we allow it to come forward. That's very necessary in allowing manifestation. I'm knowing Zara's peace, her joy, her aliveness is is fully connected to her oneness and union in God. And it's just, I'm knowing ease and grace for her in receiving this wonderful, wonderful job. I see it, I let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Ah, hello, Esther, Brisbane. Is that how you say it? I'm here today to give thanks for the past birth year. I started a very in a very dark place, and not only have I been uplifted from that, I've gone from glory to glory, and I'm now abundant with blessings. I am here to give thanks and to pray for the upcoming year, for health, stability, for financial security for me and my daughter, and for the separation and release of my ex, her father who is trying to alienate her from me. I pray for strength and fortitude to continue to be at my best as her mother. And release her, it says, from her my narcissistic ex. I, don't, I forgot that word there. So just know wherever there's narcissism, you know, that person is trapped in the mirror. A narcissist, my, I think a really wonderful definition of a narcissist is someone who's trapped in the mirror, someone who's given up on the possibility of actually really loving themselves and doing the hard work of loving themselves. And it's a substitute for true, brutal self-love. I say brutal because I, I find it very, very brutal attempting to love myself, loving myself to whatever degree I do. The narcissist in substitute for that just simply is infatuated with themselves. So we think, oh, that narcissistic person, they are so in love with themselves. They're not in love with themselves. They're not loving themselves. They're infatuated. They're just infatuated with themselves. It's very, very lonely. So I do want to, when I speak this, I am calling us to have compassion for the narcissist just because for you, Esther, the less you see the narcissism as powerful, the better off you are. We really, it's much, much better for you to see it in relationship to kind of like an illness. Like, oh, that poor, poor narcissist. He can't quite love himself. So he's, you know, this isn't an effect of, this is an effect of a dis-ease, a a, a, a not being at ease, you know. The less power we give the narcissist, in our life, the better. And what beautiful, wonderful news. You know, Esther, I hear so much good things from people that have happened, you know, and I just love that you've shared it. Glory, you have gone from glory to glory, and you are in. I am abundant with blessings. I mean, for you to accept that, know that, speak that, it, this is an, in and of itself is a game changer. For most of us. So I just love this. And uh, you've got us 100% all the way. We've got your back in prayer here. So let us just say thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, universe, universe, one song. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for this wonderful experience for Esther being delivered from the dark place to the light. That she is living in an awareness that she is, yes, 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 abundant with blessings. <gasps> How wonderful. And from this space, in this gratitude for the health and the stability, 
we are knowing for her deeper, 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 beautiful stability that she, her house is built on solid ground, the solid ground of divine loving intelligence. We're affirming for her ease and grace in the release from her ex and divine right relationship for Esther and her daughter. No power can change. There is no power to take away the love that Esther and her daughter have. No one can do that. There's nothing that can do that. That love is assured in God. We just know that for Esther. We know no narcissistic effect, effect of a narcissistic uh, person. Nothing, nothing, nothing can alter the love, the connection between Esther and her daughter. So we just release that fear, that doubt, that worry. Ah, all is good. All is established in heaven. I let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Ah. So, Raquel in Oakland not sure. I I guess there's a lot of different Oaklands. I'm not sure where that is, but I'm happy you're here with us. Hi, Angela. I'm in a growth period looking for assistance to be courageous, authentic, and discerning with my next steps for my life for creativity, career, and love. You're very, very, very smart. Those are very, very, very powerful prayer requests to pray for courage to pray for authenticity and pray for discernment like that is awesome that is grounded that is powerful uh i mean that's courageous authentic and discerning in and of itself so i think you're already there so let us know for raquel the courage that she is that she is that she is Courage radiates from her being. The invisible light of courage radiates. And I'm knowing everywhere she goes, she meets the courage that she is. Authenticity moves her. And everywhere she goes, she meets the authenticity that she is. And discernment, she's got that eagle eye discernment that sees the broad view at the same time she's got the ant consciousness that sees up close the details necessary the broad view the details she's got it all for the discernment of all discernment i say it's happening it's already done we i let it be and so it is amen 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 Beautiful. So beautiful. Carrie, my recent mammogram requires follow-up evaluation. I'm going in on Wednesday and I'm very concerned, scared, and having a hard time releasing that fear. All prayers, good energy, all intentions would be helpful. You know, Carrie, we just feel so vulnerable sometimes, don't we? I mean, those scary stories get a hold of us. <laughs> it's just hard. It's like a movie screen. It's like, uh, I want to turn away from this thought movie screen image, but I can't. And how wonderful, how wonderful to reach to us. We're going to just love you up in prayer right now. So I'm knowing right where Carrie is. We're together just surrounding her with love and knowing no fear here. No fear here. No fear here. No fear here. Only love. Only love. Only love. I'm knowing in this wonderful time of such uh, fabulous diagnostic tests that we have available to us, that only the highest and the best health and wholeness is being served for Carrie. I'm knowing that she goes forward to this evaluation in the awareness that with God for her, nothing can be against her. The force, the energy, the power of prayer is with her and nothing can be against her. I claim we've all marched forward ahead of Carrie to this evaluation. We've pre-prayed, pre-paved 
disappointment with such delight, such love, such relief, such joy. Carrie is in the secret place of the Most High Love, under the wings of the Holy Spirit, under the shadow of the Almighty Love, on the wings of the Holy Spirit, on the wings, under the shade. She's in the shade. In the shade, all is well. This is what I declare through the grace, through the power, through truth. I let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Susan writes in, I want to express my appreciation for a comment last week, which I'm going to paraphrase. Life is a mystery to be lived, not a problem to be solved. That statement has had a profound effect on me. It has an effect, a, a profound effect on me too. And I, just so you know, I don't know who originally said it. Um, I think I may have shared. I, I actually saw it on a poster in a card shop when I was in college and it just shifted me in a moment and I just never forgot it. Um, life is a mystery to be lived, not a problem to be solved. I hope I could remember that this week more fully. I think it would help me spring and March better, you know, if it's, if I let it be a mystery because I can get very, you know, heavy in, you know, when I let myself go to problem orientation, I guess that's what we humans do sometimes, huh? So life is a mystery to be lived, not a problem to be solved. Ruth in the UK. Hi, Angela. I hope you are well. Thank you. I am. I do appreciate your weekly prayer on the air and look forward to it. Thank you. Angela, I'm 61 and am still affected by others' behavior toward me. Sounds like you're still human. Okay. (laughs) Ah. I know. I always think I should be over these things, too. Um, I work in an office of eight women, half of whom have strong personalities. One is very bossy and forthright, and they are loud and only interested in themselves. As much as I try, this still gets to me, and I feel quite low and put down by them. Could you please pray for me to be more resilient and less affected by them? Thank you. Yes. So this is wonderful. This is wonderful. I have no doubt, Ruth, that you're exactly where you need to be to come into your power. I think what's happening there, and and again, I empathize, 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 which is you're finding yourself feeling like you're at the effect of, you know, you're at the effect of this bossiness, at the effect of this rude comment, at the effect of these strong personalities. And I feel the same way. You know, I'm at the effect of, you know, COVID or the traffic in L.A. or you know, my own oversensitivity or whatever I classify to be my my flaws and my shortcomings. You know, I'm at the effect of my husband said this this way and he should have said it another way or I'm at the effect. And I think we go forward often just managing through all the things we're at the effect of. Now, not I don't even want to argue with, well, I am or I'm not. I want to, I just want to shift the, energy and the conversation to just what if we leave that room, if you will, of being at the effect of and go into another room and we call that room, we're going to open this new door. The sign on this door is at calls, at calls. I am at calls. Now, you know, those of us guilt written, oh my God, what am I causing? Right. But let's, if we can let that go. And as spiritual beingness, you have a capacity, Ruth, beautiful Ruth, to cause anything you want, joy, peace, love, compassion, understanding. You can cause resilience. But it's very difficult to do that when we we just 
believe we're at the effect of. So the first thing, Ruth, is we want to to kind of all of us, and we'll do this with you, and we're going to know this for you, to rise in, I am at cause. I am an at cause being. What do I choose to cause today? And name it. What do you want to cause? Maybe you want to cause peace, inner peace. That's always a great place to start. <clears throat> it reminds me of the Course in Miracles uh, lesson that is so powerful. Uh, when you work with just this one sentence seven or eight times a day, you just meditate on, I let peace be my only goal today. I let peace be my only goal today. So that's what I'm sensing. I think there's going to be something wonderful for you in this, Ruth. I think you're going to have fun with it. Okay? We're going to see how you rise to your at callsness and feel free next week or whenever you want to let us know how it's going. Okay. So how wonderful it is to be with Ruth in the awareness that she is an at calls being an infinite joy, infinite peace, infinite love is within her own consciousness. And not only that, it's within mine and yours. There's who we are and there's who we take ourselves to be. Who we are from this deep, deep, deep spiritual perspective is we are way more powerful, way more loving, way more joyful than we take ourselves to be. We perceive the world in such a way that we think, huh, well, it wouldn't be realistic to be that happy today or that joyful today or that filled with possibility today. Oh, we don't have to, you know, just what is it I choose to cause today? I call forth for Ruth the revelation that she is an at-cause being and she can cause what she chooses at the office. Calls playfulness. Calls hilarity. Calls gut-splitting laughter. Calls new friendships. Calls resilience. I release for Ruth the idea that these women should be different than they are. They shouldn't be that way. They shouldn't be so bossy. They shouldn't have this strong personality. They should tone it down. They should. I like to should too. But like the same goes, don't should on yourself and don't should on anyone else. And by the way, I'm really the kettle calling the pot black on this one. I don't know if you all do that, but I mean, I'm just repenting here. I'd like to release my shooting. I'd like to be with Ruth at the at causeness of my own spirit. With my spirit. This is what I declare for Ruth. I say yes and so it is. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, everyone, so much, so deeply for joining me for this magnificent hour of prayer. We now move into our closing prayer in deep gratitude. So allow ourselves, we allow ourselves to know something magnificent is happening as we join together in prayer. Let us remember our emblem quote, our our. our this is the main quote for our prayer in the air meeting, which is Gandhi's words, prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. So as we release ourselves to march forward in our week, to spring into causing the joy, the love that we are, we remember the wisdom that we do it with authenticity and with discernment and courage that that uh, we were called forth to do with by Raquel. Remember, we're not talking about pretending to be ha 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 in a good mood all the time. Anything that arises, let us let us welcome with love, even if it's our sadness, our longing, our emptiness. We welcome it all in prayer. 
knowing all things work together for good. I accept I am blessed this week. You are blessed. Let us uplift the whole wide world in prayer. I claim I am, you are, we are enough. We are too gathered in the name and nature of love beyond transcending the stressful thoughts and the stressful news of the day. Let us lift planet Earth and her people in a cacophony of joy, well-being, and deep and utter safety. I claim you are, I am safe with myself, safe in the company of others, safe on this beautiful earth. This earth is safe. Safety and well-being is the order of the day. I accept something magnificent is happening through the prayers we've launched. We've put them to, out to an infallible prayer field, to an infallible universe. Now we just let go, let go, let go, and enjoy the ride. I say yes. And so it is. Amen, 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 amen. Again, thank you, and I will unmute us all to say have a beautiful week, and I will see you here next week for Prayer on the Air. Invite anyone you think would would like it. Okay, much love. Blessing. Blessing. Have a great week. So much. Have a beautiful week, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.